0: Windsor Creative for helping make The Mountain Climbers podcast possible. Visit www.windsorcreative.org.nz to discover more about Windsor Creative. That's www.windsorcreative.org.nz. This week on the Mountain
1: Climbers podcast, Matilda Green, social media influencer, author, television personality, and the winner of The Bachelor New Zealand. Was there anything that happened off camera between you and Art? Uh, Has marriage changed the dynamics of your relationship at all? What do you admire most about yourself? That's a a very good point. Mm. And I haven't thought of that in that way before as well. No questions off limits. I was shocked she was willing to share this much. There's
0: no one there that's kind of on your team. Mm -hmm. When did
1: you realize? that Art was the one. Huge, huge (laughs) surprise. Then later, Matilda and Art have a bun in the oven, a baby on the way. Is she willing to drop the name? I'm Duncan Tolmy and the Mountain Climbers podcast begins now. Hello there everybody and welcome to the Mountain Climbers podcast. I am Duncan Tolmy and today it's a great day. The bird's Birds are out. The sun is shining, aren't they, Matilda? And uh, Matilda Rice is here on the Mountain Climbers podcast. Thank you for being here.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Look, before we begin, you uh, got married, was it early, late last year? Early, early this, this year? year, in Early March. this year, in March. Uh, f- uh,
0: February, sorry. Oh my God, I've forgotten already. <laughs> February. So, so is it Matilda Rice, Matilda Green, Matoodles? It's, it's Matilda Green now, and also aka Matoodles, of
1: course. Okay, all right. Well, Matilda Green in 2015. Let's start right back where you rose to rose to fame on the Bachelor New Zealand when you won the the Heart of Art Green. The Heart of Art. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, could you tell us a bit about what that experience was like for
0: you. Yeah, sure. So it was, it was pretty crazy because I had obviously no idea what to expect. I was very naive, but I think that kind of worked in our favour just because we didn't think it would be a big deal because it was sort of at the start of the whole um, social media industry. Like it, the the whole influencer thing wasn't a thing yet, so mm. we didn't think that anything would really come of it. I mean, hopefully, love, obviously, but. Um, Both of us had pretty low expectations. And we went into it. And the first half was really fun. So we filmed for about uh, eight weeks, I think, in total. And the first half, we had a ball. We had so much fun. And everyone was friends. It was really cool. And then the second half is when it got a little bit more difficult. Hmm. Just because, I mean, it's really difficult to explain. But when you're kind of caught up in this bubble for that long, and that's all you know for eight weeks day in, day out is getting filmed and kind of being manipulated into saying things you don't want to say and... Really? um, Yeah. How would they do that? So, for example, so... If you've seen the show, there's those parts where you're kind of talking to camera and you're being interviewed. Mm. So during those interviews, first of all, they would last for so long. Sometimes they'd be like two or three hours in a boiling hot room. And so you kind of just wanted to get them over with as quickly Mm. as possible. And they would say things like, um, oh, but you must have been really upset when, you know, I chose Amanda for a one-on-one date instead of you. And then I'd be like, oh, no, it's okay because, you know, like I had one last week. But they'd be like, no, but you were really upset, weren't you? You were really upset about it, weren't you? And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I was upset about it. <laughs> because you just want to finish the interview and get out of the boiling hot sauna room. So, And, of course, that would be the
1: three seconds of the two hours. That exactly, they use. exactly.
0: And then if you get upset about something um, – Um, For example, I had this one day where I was feeling really quite homesick just because there's no one there that's kind of on your team. Like everyone Mm -hmm. there works for MediaWorks, or the production companies. So there's no one there that really has your back that doesn't have a vested interest in the show. Uh, so it can feel a little bit sort of isolating. And I remember one day I just felt a little bit homesick. I was just feeling a bit overwhelmed. And I spoke to my mum on the phone and, and I was just a bit emotional. And I, and someone in the production crew saw me crying. And then I had my little interview. And I'd composed myself by then and I was fine. And we finished the interview and all was great. And then just as I got up to leave, the interviewer got like a little thing in her um, ear, in her like ear microphone phone thing Mm. she said oh Matilda I've just got uh, one more question if you could just uh, come back and sit down and I sat down she was like so how are you feeling you're just missing home a bit and I was like yes (laughs) you know and then of course they they use that uh the crying for you know something else that was totally out of context but it's all part of it it's It's all all part of 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 making a tv show you know And yeah. did you
1: were you aware that that was it was going to be like
0: that going into it? Not at all. No. I I was so naive that I just kind of assumed that I, I yeah, I think I just didn't realize that they um were making a TV show and that to have an exciting TV show you have to have drama and if there's no drama they've got to make it from somewhere. Mm. And I realized that pretty quickly that no one really has our best interests at heart because they're there to make a show, um, and so I, yeah, I learned that pretty quick, pretty mm. much on the first few days. I was like, okay, not <laughs> what I expected, but that's cool. We're, we're just gonna run with it. So,
1: in that case, with that kind of high in sight, mm. would you then recommend going on The Bachelor to find love?
0: Uh, I'm. I well, yeah. Well, I guess obviously it worked out for me. Yeah. And I'm so happy I did it. I have no regrets whatsoever. Uh, but I do think you should just be prepared for. Um, public scrutiny as well, I think you you do really have to be pretty sure of yourself to go on a show like that because people just rip you apart on the internet as well. <laughs> and so that was really difficult to deal yeah. with. So that's something that you have to just kind of be prepared for going into it, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Was there a point before the final commitment ceremony where you were like, oh, I think I'm the one?
0: Not at all. The opposite. Really? Yep.
1: You thought you weren't?
0: Yep. yep. So I had prepared a goodbye speech saying like, you know, thanks for everything. See you later. Have a good life. And Because you
1: were so convinced that yeah, it was not you. I was
0: so convinced. Wow. Yeah. And and then because being filmed for eight weeks makes you go a little bit crazy. And so then I started like overanalyzing everything. And I thought that everyone knew that it wasn't me. All the crew knew. And they were all just being nice to me because they knew that like I was about to be mugged off on, on TV in front of everyone and so then I just kind of gave up and I was like oh this show sucks like I'm not it's not going to be me I'm just being led along here Uh, and then it was and so then I had nothing prepared to say and I kind of said some weird stuff that kind of just came out, blabbered something um, <laughs> <laughs> because I just really wasn't expecting it at all. So yeah, wow. I was very pleasantly surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. And I guess that would have been the biggest surprise of the show. Then was it huge,
0: huge <laughs> surprise? And then it just kind of wrapped up. Like they, they were just like, "Oh, that's great, cool, all done." Um cameraman just sorted out, go home. And then we were just like, "Okay." now we're in a relationship. It was just quite an odd feeling. Like we didn't even really know each other. Mm. So, yeah, we were just like, okay, now we start from scratch.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's a very artificial environment because everyone's having to put on that face for the cameras, Very eh? much so, very and, much so. And do you think that could be a reason why a lot of the relationships on The Bachelor don't work out afterwards?
0: Yeah, I think so because it it just kind of depends on the person to, to how they are when they're being filmed because a, a lot of people just act differently when there's a camera in front of them whether they mean to or not it's just Mm. kind of part of it so it's really hard to know if the person that you're getting to know is actually like that in real life or not and with art it was a case of uh he was pretty much the same um but a more serious version came across on tv whereas he's actually a lot more silly in real life which was a good thing yeah Mm.
1: um was there anything that happened off camera between you and art? Would they allow that to happen?
0: We only had so during the whole time we filmed, we only had twenty minutes off camera together, and that was just to go from one location to another, and they didn't um, they they didn't have enough seats for us or something, and so we took our own car. And we weren't filmed, and it was only 20 minutes, and we were so excited. We were like, oh, my God, should we stop and get an ice cream and, you know, like, (laughs) make the most of this? Uh, But I think because there's the overnight date that gets towards the end, and I didn't do the overnight date. And I think that's really the only time that cameras aren't filming you. Mm. Mm. Okay. So in that
1: case, it's literally as soon as you arrive, as you're meeting, and then the goodbye, all of that completely filmed? Yeah. Okay. Every single thing. Every single thing. Yeah. What was the greatest lesson that The Bachelor taught you?
0: The greatest lesson, I think, was to just take risks. Because uh, I think going into The Bachelor, I was really nervous, like, what other people would think. And I was worried that people would think I was a desperate lamo, you know, trying, mm. trying to find a boyfriend kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but I think coming out of the show, it made me a stronger person as well. Uh, to In what way? Dealing with criticism, definitely. Okay. So it it kind of forced me to be a lot more sure of myself and my own skin. Um, just because you really get uh, judged, you know, hugely by mm. the media and 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 the public. But I learned that um, you just have to take opportunities and follow your gut and just take risks because sometimes they pay off. Sometimes they don't, you know, but sometimes they do. Mm. And uh, The Bachelor,
1: my goodness, what a great experience because it has mm-hmm. led to one of the greatest things in your life, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When did you realize that Art was the one?
0: I didn't realize on the show. Mm-hmm. I knew that I really liked him and and that we had some kind of connection. But I, think, I, I didn't really think he was the one until um, probably about... 6 months after the show finished filming that that we were starting to get a bit more serious we were thinking about moving in together and that's when i realized like there's just no one else in the world i would rather spend all my time with you know i just mm. couldn't imagine ever not wanting to be with him or you know, with him in some way. Um, so that's when I just kind of knew. It's mm. like, well, if I can't imagine anyone else. You completely He's me. the one. <laughs> he completely. <me>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> has marriage changed the dynamics of your
0: relationship at all? Not at all. No. Oh, I guess it has actually. It's um, We've kind of just got this new level of contentment, I guess, where mm. we're both just so on the same page. We're just married now. We're like we both just know that we're going to grow old together and have a family. Um, So it's like a sense of security. Yeah, completely. Whereas, like, we had that before, but it's just kind of another level, I think. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm. What are the characteristics that you look for in a lifelong partner?
0: I think the main thing is to have a friendship outside of a relationship as well. Like you have to genuinely enjoy spending time together, mm. like n- not just romantically and, and going on dates. But I just have so much fun with that. We laugh all day and we just take the piss out of each other and <laughs> we're silly. And that's what I really like because, that, yeah, at the end of the day, you have to you have to like each other as people and be best friends as well as romantic partners. You know? Is there a is there a particular trait that really helps enhance that connection? Humor, humor. absolutely humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can laugh together and just enjoy life and not take each other too seriously, um, then that's that's the key, I think. Mm.
1: Do you think that's the key to a successful relationship as well?
0: It's definitely part of it. To mm-hmm. me, the keys to a successful relationship are being able to laugh together. Um, having a really good sense of communication. So Art and I communicate really, really well. So if there's any problem, we air it straight away. We never let anything fester. uh, And we talk through any problem as soon as it happens so it doesn't kind of grow into this huge, you know, fire. (laughs) Um, and, And the third thing is probably to value each other because I think it's really easy with any kind of close relationship to start to take each other for granted. Um, whereas I really make a conscious effort to make Art feel valued and he makes me feel valued and we just would never take each other for granted because we, we both know how lucky we are to find such a, such a good person. Mm,
1: that's a very good point. Mm. And I
0: haven't thought of that in,
1: in that way before as well, just mm. to value each other. What are the ways that you value show that you value art?
0: I think, well, actually we we did this test called the five love languages. Have you heard yes, of it? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that actually really uh, helped out, well, changed our relationship a little bit, really. So we we figured out um, that we were both kind of showing that we loved each other in, in different ways.
1: Because the five langu- love languages are...
0: I think um, there's, there's touch, there's acts of service, yes. there's gifts, there's words of affirmation, words of affirmation and what's the fifth one? One more. Ah. I can't remember the fifth <laughs> one. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Okay. Um, but I found out that my, so how, how I show love is words of affirmation. So I just say it and, and kind of tell, tell people what they mean to me. And
1: whereas, I, I'm that as well, actually. Yeah, yeah, same. So
0: I just say, like, I love you so much. Thank you. Like, oh, you're so amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Whereas arts is uh, acts of service. So he found it a bit weird like when we were first together that I would constantly tell him I loved him and constantly be sort of talking about stuff like this. Yeah. And he is not really like that, whereas he's more if you do something thoughtful for him or... um, kind of help him out with the jobs he has to do or you know bring him breakfast or things like that that means a lot more to him okay um than it does to me so then we sort of figured that out and so now he tries to speak to me in my love language and I try to speak to him in his love language and it's really it's really helped our relationship actually awesome yeah it's helped us both feel valued
1: and I just looked up the third one the third one is quality time
0: quality time quality time yeah
1: yeah Alright, do you have any advice for people looking for love? A great relationship.
0: Advice for people looking for love. I think the key thing is...
1: Still to come in part two of my conversation with Matilda Green.
0: We've got like a list of a few names. Some are kind of a bit crazy. Can I
1: get Matilda to name drop their bun in the oven? Then later. I can safely say that his really changed my life what do you admire most about yourself Uh, probably what do you think is the lesson that's taken you the longest to learn i ask about matilda green's greatest life lessons open honest and no questions off limits i was shocked she was willing to open up this much i'm duncan tolney and the mountain climbers podcast continues next week
0: This episode of the Mountain Climbers Podcast is made with the support of Windsor Creative, a faith-based, non-profit graphic design studio that specializes in brand identity, illustration, print media, and web design. We love them so much, we've used them for the branding of the Mountain Climbers Podcast. For more information about Windsor Creative, visit www.windsorcreative.org.nz. That's www.windsorcreative.org.nz. Or you can look up Windsor Creative, one word, on Facebook.